where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. Thank God for this day, for this is the day that he have made. And I'm going to rejoice in it in spite of all the negative, in spite of all the things that's being said and done. Amen. Uh, we still rejoicing in the Lord. Want to thank God for uh, my home going today of my mother-in-law. Amen. She was 96 years old and was truly, truly a blessing to me. Amen. I, if there ever was a friend in the Lord, she was it. Now, a lot of people might look at it one way or another, but I looked at it that this was God's plan to have her in my life because before I met her, I was in the traditional uh, realm. I was doing what everybody else was doing, and I was calling myself saved. So, so many uh, people... We go to church, and we do things, but we do things for us. We're not doing it for the Lord, and we are not being that witness. But anyway, let me let me start it off with prayer. I don't want to omit that. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. ask you to bless the message today that I speak that which you would have me to say, and God, that your name may be glorified, your name may be magnified, and Father, we ask you to deal with that one, that one that's hearing me today, that may have a mindset to just be uh, more than what they have you, what they have been called to do. I thank you, I praise you, I honor you in Jesus to Christ's name. I pray. Amen and amen. Well, listen, let's get back to what I was saying. I was really uh, thanking God that God had saved me, but I wasn't doing anything, believers. Now, let me ask you, think about your life. You're going to church, you're paying, some of you believe in paying your tithes, and I don't see how we can pay God. We can't pay God. We give God, give to God, but I think we should give to God even more. But I'm not into that today. I'm not speaking on that, but it's just so sad that uh, we allow the enemy to bring us down to his level. And it makes us feel good that I'm going to church, I'm giving my 10%, and I'm reading my Bible maybe a couple of minutes out of the day. 
Well, that's good. I'm not complaining about that. But they're still not doing the will of the Father. See, you was left here, believers, if you were if you were saved, you were saved to do more. God left you here to do more, to be a witness. Let me tell you this. Let's get back to my, my uh, mother-in-law. Even though she done went to sleep with they later in the grave today, uh, here's the thing. Because of her, she made me see myself. And I'm hoping to make some of you see yourself the way she made me see myself. And because she made me see myself, I was a blessing to auntie. I don't know exactly how many folks because I didn't keep a record. But I know one particular case, this guy was at, he was a dean. He was the dean at Columbia Bible College. And because of my mother-in-law wanted to, every Sunday when we got out of church, we had to go and witness and that didn't come until she told me I need more. Now, let me say this. When I was in the, and, and, and this is not cut now, no particular church, uh, nothing. But when I was in the Baptist church, I became a traditional Baptist minister. You know how we do. And I couldn't sing that well. But because I, in turn, uh, was was in the position that I was just a churchgoer. And being a churchgoer, then I in turn was missing out on what God would have me to do. I wasn't going and doing the things that that the scriptures, the scriptures wasn't important. Yes, I read the Bible, but I read the Bible to get a message for somebody else, not for me. I'm going to be honest with you. I, when I was reading the Bible, I was reading the Bible to get a message so that I can give to somebody else. When I was studying, oh, yeah, I had my own little study time, but it was about 15. I'm being honest. It was about 15 or 20 minutes a day I was studying. But lo and behold, I decided after about uh, being in the ministry for about eight or nine months, I I start praying for a wife. I say, God, I, 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 I can't keep going on this way. And, I, and the enemy start messing with me. The enemy start giving me dreams and things. So being a young man at 23, turn, just turned 23 years old. I was 22 when, when I given the Lord my uh, heart. But I was 23 years old. And I said, Lord, I need me a wife. Well, I, I, you said, well, why are you telling your story? Well, it, it's, I'm sorry. You have to bear along with me because I'm trying to get a point across. Being a traditional Baptist, and I said, whoever's singing this song in the choir, I'm speeding up my testimony, and, and I said, that's my wife. And I looked at the girl and I said, wow, she ain't going to talk to me. Because I just don't think she's going to want to say anything to me. I saw who was singing the song, had this uh, keen tenor voice. Well, as faith would have it, and the Lord, the person that's supposed to pick her up didn't show. And then Mother Moore said, Brother Ware will take you home. And I took her home, 
And as I took her home, I met her mother, Mother Lyons. And after I met her mother and talked to her and come to find out that, wow, uh, this had to be of God, how things was going. Well, uh, she began to witness to me. She said, you a preacher? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, uh, where do you go witness at? I said, huh? She said, where do you go witness at? I said, I'm always a witness for the Lord. If you want to know something about the Lord, ask me. I try to tell you. I try to get, get the scripture. I might not give you the scripture right now, but I'll do it. She says, no, young man, I want to know where do you specifically goes to be a witness for Christ? I said, well, uh, I don't do nothing. Long story short, we wind up going to church together. I went to a Pentecost, St. Luke Holiness Church, and and this in Greenville, South Carolina. We in turn says, well, uh, they said, Brother Ware, what's missing in your life is, and I don't cut the story short. It's a whole long story. I'll be the whole broadcast. But see, they say, what was missing in your life that you don't have the Holy Ghost? Well, wait a minute. I just came out of the Baptist church, and they told me that uh, if you confess your sins, Christ Jesus will come in and forgive you for your sins. So guess what? I was saved. And she she and the pastor say, no, we're not uh, saying that you're not saved. We're saying you need power from on high. You need something to lead and guide you. You are not, you don't have a mindset to be used of God. And I say, well, uh, I, I think the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit is the same thing. They said, no, you need to tarry on the Holy Ghost. Guess what? Now, now I know there's some of you just fr- going to frown up when I say this. I had to go to the altar, and I had to cry out to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, uh, Feel me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Feel me, Jesus. And, and of course, I kept doing that every single week until I decided to lie. Yes, I decided to lie. I just act like my tongue got stuck and I act like something. And lo and behold, the, uh, the pastor said, you got it, you got it. But guess what? I didn't have it. And they said, here's what you need to do. You now you can be a witness for other people since you got it. And but I just got tired of going up there. I'm being honest. Some of you uh, done done been a hypocrite to yourself so many years and you wasn't real with yourself. You wasn't real that you was dealing with this situation and that situation. You were just going forth being uh, what everybody else thought you was going to be. But guess what? Here's what happened, believers. That next Sunday, uh, a couple of Sundays after that, the pastor of the church now, he was not saved. And my pastor told me, since you got it, Brother Ware, you go and you tarry with him. And I went over. I didn't want to go, but I had to because, see, I done said one thing and and so I went there, 
And I began to tell him, I said, brother, let me ask you a question. I say, the Bible teaches us that the Holy Ghost is a gift to those that believe. See, you must be a believer in order to receive the anointing of God. I know this is not regular teaching. I know this is not, you You would say, <clears throat> Brother Ware, I don't know what you're talking about. It ain't but one spirit, but it's different grades of that spirit. But anyway, I in turn says, <clears throat> excuse me, Lord, I won't, I told this young man, I said, here's what you do. Call on the name of Jesus and let the Lord deliver you and set you free. He said, thank you, Jesus. I said, come on, bro. If I was going to give you $100 today, would you just say, thank you, Brother Ware? You would say, thank you, Brother Ware. And he said, thank you, Jesus. I said, no, brother, you're not still saying it like you really mean it. Well, I told him to say it. Thank you, Jesus, and begin to believe that he's going to do it. Now, mind you, I didn't. I wasn't there. But because I said that to him the third time, I don't remember exactly how it happened. The only thing I know, I told him, thank you, Jesus. And God began to give me utterance of tongue. I began to rejoice in the Lord and began to have a totally different mind. What you saying, Brother Ware? I had a mindset now that it wasn't a it was a struggle before. Now I had a mindset to want to be a witness for the Lord. I had a mindset to want to go forth and work for the Lord. I don't do things for a show. I I, I, I I'm serious about this. I don't do things because. I'm trying to impress somebody because I understand people's is not studying you anyway. I'm saying I have something within me uh, that something is he, the Holy Ghost, that's in me that have my mind to go forth to want to glorify God. See, when you got your mind, I want you to hear what I'm saying to folks. I, I, I really do. When you got a mindset to just trying to hold on. You see, uh, 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 Paul was saying this in, uh, the, uh, I think it was around the seventh uh, chapter of the book of Romans. See, Paul had that, that even though he hadn't given all, and I know you don't read this, so, uh, I'm going to read it, uh, and then I'm going to read my head scripture. Uh, but uh, Rome, Romans, the... Uh, seventh chapter and around the uh, 14th verse, it says this, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold unto sin. Um, for that which I do, I allow not. For what I do, that do I not. But what I hate that I do. If then I do that which is I would not, I consent that it is the law that is that is that it is good. Now them uh now then it is no more I that do it, 
but sin that dwelleth in me. For to know that is in me, that is my flesh, that dwelleth no good thing, and for the will is present uh, with me, but how to perform that which I is good, I find not. Now you say, well, wait a minute, what is that saying? Let me tell you something. When you got the, the salvation, you is wrestling against your flesh. And then you're wrestling with it. And if you're not reading, and if you're not praying, if you're not fasting, folks, I'm going to tell you, it's hard for you to do the right thing. Now, I know that ain't uh, kosher. That ain't the right thing to say to believers. But that's why they live beneath their privileges because of the fact that they are just have surrendered their life to Christ. They are born again. I understand 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. When an individual surrendered their life to Christ, uh, oh, listen now, they become saved. That's if they do it from the heart now. Uh, they, when they surrender their life from Christ, but guess what? They still have to deal with the, uh, the cares of the flesh, the cares of this life. And when you begin to deal with the cares of the flesh and the cares of this life, you got to have it together. You need some help. And you say, well, Jesus helped me. No, 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 no. You, he said, I send to you his spirit, and the spirit will lead and guide you into all truth and righteousness. That's what the Bible says, believers. So here's the problem. When we get the spirit of God dwelling in us, I mean, when we get converted, we feel that's it. And that's why we lose out. Just like I did, I thank God for the uh, Mother Lamb. I thank God for, well, she later on came Mother Jenkins, but I thank God for her. Why? Because her and Pastor Harris, Bishop Harris, let me know that it was more to it than for me to just go in a form of God, just go and try to uh, live for uh, doing that which God would have, what the people would have, and not what God. See, when you get the anointing of God in your life, then you decrease, flesh die. If you yield to the Spirit, then you have life. If you yield to the flesh, and a lot of people, listen to me, when you look at these people that were saved, they loved the God. But come on now, let's be real about it. But they're doing carnal things. And you want to know how come they're doing these carnal things and they're supposed to be saved. Now, not all of them are saved too now. I don't want you to get that. Don't get that twisted that you believe all folks, because they say they saved, they are saved. No, ma'am, I'm not saying that. No, sir. I'm saying to those people that you knew that for maybe five, ten years, they was living for the Lord. But now they find themselves compromising. They find themselves doing things that they wouldn't. It's because they don't have God's anointing. 
See, when you have God's anointed, he only gives that to those that believe. It just like uh, the, the the man that he, he a gave gifts to one. He gave uh, talent. He gave one, what, thigh. He gave one ten. He gave one one. Now, when you are converted, you just have one talent. Now, it's up to you to take that talent and invest it in him. By beginning to go forth, you say, brother, where are you telling me all this stuff? And you ain't gave me no scripture so you can back it up. I'm coming with the scripture. I promise you I'm coming with the scripture. But I'm trying to get you, trying to set it up so you can understand. And that's why we are living beneath our privileges because we are not allowing the Lord. Yes, we we be conformed to preachers' uh, uh, concept. Yes, we be conformed to preachers' ideology things in a building. Yes, we feel that we, since the virus came, we couldn't go to church. We felt kind of lost. But you should have had a relationship even then to let people know, to be a witness for the Lord, to let them know that, hey, we still, the Bible says, he that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And because we didn't do that, it's because you're lacking the anointing and the power of God. Because in the book uh, of Acts, when he said it, let's go back uh, to the book of Acts, and we'll start there. And after that, I'm probably going to have to go on my script, my, my break, then i give you the other one. But in the book of Acts, Here's what it says, Acts 7, and uh, Acts 1 and 7, I'm sorry. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the time or the season which the Father has in his own power, but ye shall receive the power. Do you hear that? Ye shall receive the power. Where's the power at, saints? Where is the power? Don't tell me you just stopped drinking. That ain't no power to stop drinking. People can take you through alcohol anonymous to stop you from drug, to stop you from drinking. But it's more to it than that. It says, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost have come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses Oh, witness it unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uppermost parts of the earth. Folks, let me tell you something. The reason people are not being witnesses because of the fact that they have not received the power of the Holy Ghost. If you had the power of the Holy Ghost, then you would have a different mindset. You would have a mindset to say, okay, I got to obey God. I got to do what God would have me to do. I'm being led of the Spirit. See, when people, just like I'm looking at the, I was looking at the tele, television just briefly, uh, and the man talking about I'm I'm cursing uh, uh, the COVID-19, 
And he talking about I'm blowing the breath of God on. You ain't got no breath of God to blow on nobody. You ain't doing, you're not able to do that. See, instill of him telling people to be a witness for the Lord, to stand and walk in, in the faith of God, he was trying to get uh, self-glorification. And when you're trying to get self-glorification and God is not being glorified, then we got a problem. You got to understand, God don't want us to uh, be, the scripture said, no flesh should glory in his sight. In the book of Corinthians, the first chapter, he said, I, that's the purpose of him calling you. Okay, when he called you, he called you uh, in order that he would be glorified, not uh, flesh. See, we got a tendency of wanting to do flesh. We want flesh to be glorified. We want, oh, God, we got, we got to be the bishop. We got to be an apostle. And this is why we, cry, we, we want people to recognize who he is. Here you go. Uh, Corinthians, he said this. Corinthians, the, the first chapter, and the 26th verse say, For you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God have chosen the foolish thing of the world to confound the wise. God have chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised have God chosen. Yea, the things which are not to bring the note, the things which are. You see, why did he do it? The next verse, 29th verse, say, that no flesh should glory in his sight. Oh, brothers and sisters, there lies the problem. We are allowing the flesh to glory in the sight of God. God ain't, ain't, ain't pleased with that. The Holy Ghost don't do that. I'm going to be back in a couple of minutes and I'm going to uh, finish this, but I must take a break, and I'm going to do this. Three, two, one. Well, praise God, we back. We back. We thank God. We thank the Lord for you, you, and especially you. Listen, normally I would say that I know you heard our announcer said. You can call the station. I'm not in the station because I had to attend a home-going service today. I had to participate in it. Uh, but I tell you what, after the broadcast, please write my number down, and you can call me, and I'll be more than happy to answer any question. My number is 404-293-7557. That's 404 293 Seven five five seven. I would love to hear if you have a question because too long, too many people have been shucking and jiving and not being real with God. And that's what it's all about. Listen, let's get back into the scripture. The scripture says this in St. John, uh, the third chapter, uh, it says, St. John, the third chapter, And Jesus said, Valley, valley, I say unto thee, 
Except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Okay, here's your salvation right here, believers. When an individual is born of the spirit, when you repent, when you seek God, when you ask the Lord to come into your life, when you really say, Lord, I need you. I'm a sinner. I accept that I am a sinner, and I'm tired of living the life you know you, however you said it, okay? That's what you did. You said it on that uh, form, and that way the peoples uh, knew that you was a new creation, why? Because God had transformed you, and because God had transformed you, then all of a sudden you was able to obey God. You was able to do that which God would have you to do only because of the fact that you had been transformed. You had given your life to the Lord. Now, giving your life to the Lord does not mean that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. You says, but I have the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the one that take me. Listen to me, believers. The only reason I was going in a form, I was going in that because I believed it, that same thing. But I knew in my heart that was something missing. I didn't have a desire to 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 uh, uh, witness. I didn't have a desire to, uh, to uh, go out and visit the sick. And, and I know some of you doing it, and, and you say, I do that anyway, brother. Well, I witness anyway, but are you doing it under the anointing of God, or are you doing it for the sake to say what I'm doing, what I did? And, and because of the fact that you are doing it that way, you are not doing it under the anointing of God. Because the Scripture went on to say, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit. Now listen, remember I said in the book of Romans how the flesh and the Spirit walls against one another. The flesh will say, you tired. The Spirit will say, but you need to pray. The flesh will say, you ain't got no business uh, reading because of the fact that if you read and do this, you're going to do this and do that and so on and so on. And in essence, what happened is that you lose out. You lose out on the joy of the Lord. Listen, God called you. He left you here. And, and all these people um, doing things and, and doing it in the name of the Lord, but they don't know him. So they're going through. They are going through simply because of the fact that they are not. Uh, being led of the Spirit of God. See, the Spirit of God will not uh, boast against itself. It would boast against, uh, the Spirit of God boasts against the the works of Christ. Let me let me show you something. Uh, let me go on and give you more scriptures so you won't say, Brother Wet, that's just your opinion. See, I can give you my opinion just like all the preachers be trying to do. All right, when we turn to uh, the book of Ephesians, okay? When I turned to the book of Ephesians and said, okay, Lord, now what are you saying? The book of Ephesians around, uh, 
uh, God, uh, around the 18th verse. Okay? Let me, uh, no, I don't want to go 18, but I better go. Uh, yeah, I go to 18, uh, 13 verse. That's what I want. Okay? It says this And whom ye have trusted after ye have heard the word of truth. Okay? The gospel or your salvation. It didn't say nothing about being filled with the Holy Ghost. See, it said you trusted in the gospel or salvation. You are saved, but you're still battling with the flesh, believers. If you continue to battle with the flesh, then you're going to get fleshly things. It's going to be a battle, and you're going to live beneath your privileges. What I had to do, I had to say, okay, God, and listen to me now. Here's a lot of people they think getting the power because they had one uh, feeling, they in turn said, oh, I, I got the Holy Ghost now. I'm ready. I'm saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost fear. And then they become more of the devils simply because that the enemy decided to make themselves righteous. The enemy does that because of the fact that he said, oh, okay, I'll just wait a while. Because, see, the Bible said this now. When a house is clean and the, the, the enemy goes out, he had to go out because you were saved. Because you gave Christ your heart, because you was baptized, you was doing obedient, and because you said that I want to obey God, you was able to do that. And it sounds good. Yeah, you had that, but after a while, you notice how hard it is for you to study. You notice how hard it is for you to pray. Oh, you'll pray a 15 minutes prayer. Uh, well, no, I ain't going to say 15 minutes. You'll pray a five-minute prayer quick and bless my children, bless my family, bless this and that. But, but, but you don't have that anointing. You don't have that desire for souls to come in. You don't have that desire for souls to be saved. And the reason you don't, because, see, they telling you one thing, uh, you listen to people where God don't put more on you than you are able to bear. That's one of the biggest uh, fear that they have told. That's what the spirit, I mean, that's what the demonic spirits tell those believers. So they don't want to go through something. They don't want to experience nothing. They don't want to go through uh, trials and tribulation. We think we should get everything we want from the Lord because of the fact that I done gave my life to God. But it's higher heights and a deeper depth. If you look at your life and you go back for a few moments, you go back just for a few years, look what you was doing and what you're doing now. You have progress, a lot of you. Some of you had. Some of you doing the same old thing, driving an, uh, the same old car, uh, staying in the same old apartment, uh, staying and doing the same old, same old. But then some of you decide, I want to do more. I want to get more in life. I know this life is temporary. So then you get, uh, you, you don't settle for that same old job. You don't settle for that same. You begin to get faith, begin to believe God. I got to make some changes. Yeah, I was uh, working on this job, but now I got to get me a part-time job or something so that I can start my own business, so I can do this, so I can do that. 
And, and, and listen to me, ain't nothing wrong with you having a job, man. Don't, don't, don't get that twisted. But because of the fact that you got salvation, folks, it need to go a step further. Ye need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, this is a gift to those that ask. That's what Jesus said. First of all, let's go back to the book of Acts when it was given. And that's, therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem uh, uh, of you receiving. Uh, in Acts, the second chapter, okay? Acts, the second chapter, and uh, fourth verse. It says, and they were all filled. Now, you can read the rest of it. I, I, I just didn't want to go through all that. They, when they was uh, that day up in the car, they was in one, one accord, one mind. Then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house. Fourth verse, though, said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak, spake with tongues, with other the with other tongue as the spirit listen gave them othering now here's what happened they vessel began to do what yield to god that's all i'm trying to get you to understand it's more to it than just saying well i'm just saved and i love the lord and god if that was it folks if that was it how come that Peter, of course, we love to talk about old brother Peter. He was up there, and, and, and you want to justify yourself eating pork and all this. And so you say, well, a sheet was let down. God let a sheet down. And Peter uh, say, Lord, not so. I never let any unclean thing come to my lips. And, and what God was showing him, you don't call uh, let me go on and read that because I don't want nobody to say that. Just your opinion, Brother Well. But my, I was trying to skip it because time uh, is running, okay? All right, and it said this. Uh, uh, Acts, the 10th chapter. Now, hold up. Right, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me set the back up. Let me give you the back up, the background. If he had all that he need that he was talking to these people, and if Cornelius had everything, he didn't need Peter. First, he dealt with Cornelius, folks. In the 10th chapter, he said, There was a man, a certain man, a Caesar, called Cornelius, uh, um, a band uh, that was called the Italian band, a devout man. Listen now, I, I, I'm, I'm letting you see what the scriptures say. This ain't Brother Ware. He was a devout man uh, and one that fears God. He wasn't no sinner, folks. He wasn't no sinner. Not only did he fear God, and, and here's what the scriptures say, and, and, all the, and all his house, not only did he live right, everybody in his house would live right, and he gave much on. So you giving money to the Lord, that's good. That's what Cornelius was doing. He was giving much arm unto the Lord. Now, uh, and the people was praying unto God always. And they saw a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day. And an angel of God come, uh, come 
in and to him saying uh, unto him, Cornelius. And he, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, an angel came and said, Cornelius. Now, if he was a sinner, folks, it wouldn't have happened like that. This man was a believer. The Bible says he had sent up a memorial before God. He had prayed that much. And he had what? He had the, the, the funds that he was giving. So he really loved the God. He said, but, and when he looked, he was so afraid. And he told him, began to tell him, send two men to Joppa and call on Simon uh, Peter. Simon, uh, who named Peter. And he lodged with one Simon Peter. Okay, here's the thing. Cornelius, he was living for God, but he didn't have that complete package. Folks, you got to look at it. This ain't Brother Ware. This ain't what I'm saying. I'm telling you, God saying, Brother Ware, let the people know they are not seeking to be filled with the Spirit of God. When you begin to seek and ask God to be filled, listen, if I don't do it, folks, the devil ain't got no respectable person. The, uh, and, and that's what happened. A lot of folks, they, they feel an emotional feeling, and then they back off and say, well, you know, I got the Holy Ghost. But they still lying, they still backbiting, they still ho-hopping, they still doing these things, and then they want to know, you got the Holy Ghost? Yeah, you got the Holy Ghost, but you, uh-uh, no. God gives measures of the Holy Spirit, not one time. See, that's what done happened. The preachers told the people uh, one time. Now, you know in the book of Joel around the second chapter, God said he will pour his spirit upon all flesh, and my sons and daughters shall prophesy in my name for my name's sake, and, and they shall, the, the old man shall dream, dream, and the new shall, oh, man, I'm going to have to get there because uh, somebody's going to say, that ain't what that that's saying. Uh, and that brother, where well, you just you just quoted that, and I didn't see that when I read that. You just got the wrong understanding. Okay, well I have to turn to it just for your sake. Okay, and uh, because here's the problem, folks. What we're trying to do is get you to understand this is where we're going wrong. Peoples are not being filled with the spirit of God. That's why the devil can give us. Any and everything, and we bite on it as, uh, you know, kind of like a catfish. When you're fishing, you know, those that know about fishing, you can just throw a worm and drop it on the bottom. He's going to eat it. If nobody else eat it, the, the catfish going to do it. You know why? Because of the fact that he eats whatever you put on your hook. But then when you're trying to get a choice fish, when you're trying to get a bass, when you're trying to get uh, uh, another kind of fish, a crappy. A crappy got to say, I got to have something shiny. You just ain't going ain't to put uh, any and everything and think, I'm going to bite it. No, no, you might every once in a while always be one fish. You might, because uh, I've caught uh, a certain fish uh, with certain things. But here's what I'm trying to get you to understand, folks, that where we missing it at, we are not. We are not doing what the Bible says. The peoples are not trying to be filled with the Spirit. You want to know how come your husband, how come your wife is not progressing in the Lord? It's because they're not, they don't have the Holy Ghost. 
They don't have nothing to leave. Wait a minute before I go there. Let me hit the. Ah, man. I, uh, see, I got so many scriptures popping in my mind. See, Paul said in the book of uh, Romans, the seventh chapter. Then I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to get back to Joel. But uh, uh, the seventh chapter of the book of Romans, here's what it says. Uh, this ain't Brother Ware now. This is the book. Uh, it says, for that, uh, okay, for we know, no, uh, I want to go up, for, forgive me, it says, I will, uh, okay, then make good, all right, uh, all right, here you go. For we know that in the, the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, soul unto sin. Folks, I don't care how you fix it up. That's why your body got to go back to the dust from which it come, because it's sin and sold unto sin. It, it, it was created. It's sinful, okay? And, and if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Otherwise, when the man just do the thing, I didn't want to pray, but I prayed. That's good. Now then... If, uh, if now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me, and uh, for I know that in me, that in my that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Oh, in my flesh, I'm just like everybody else. So I got to have something to get me out of for for the will. Is present. You have a will in your in your flesh to want to do the right thing, believers, uh, with me. But how to perform that will uh, uh, is good, and I find not. Other words, I want to do the right thing, but I find myself when I get ready to read my Bible, I get sleepy, I get tired. When I get ready to pray. I get on my knees. I, I I fall asleep. Listen to me, believers. This is a natural thing. This is a natural thing simply because it's, it's the flesh warring against the spirit. You can read the whole thing. I ain't got time. I wish I had time to go on because I want to finish what, what I'm trying to get to you. Now, you say, brother, well, that's your opinion. I don't believe that that's true. Okay, let's go a little further then. Let's tell you what we'll do. We'll go uh, just a step further. And the reason we're going a step further, because I want to prove to those of you that's listening that, uh, let me go to the book of Acts. There's another one, all right, in the book of Acts. And so somebody won't say it, just my opinion. You will say it, okay? I'm going to go to Acts, the... I think I want the 19th chapter of the book of Acts. Yep, that's what I want, 19th chapter. All right, now listen at this. And again, this is not Brother Ware. And I, it came to pass that while I was, Apollos uh, uh, was at Cornelia, Paul having passing through the uppermost coast, came to Ephesus. Then and find some certain disciples. 
Did he say he found some sinners? No. He said he found disciples. This ain't Brother Well. This is what your book says. Your Bible is saying the same thing. And he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not uh, in so much uh, heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. They know they were saying they were believers, folks. They wasn't no fly by night. They was reading their Bible. They was doing what supposed to be doing. But they didn't ask God to fill them to do a work. See, that's why people can't witness, because they don't have it. And that's why I couldn't witness. That's why my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, that she said, Brother Ware, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to have that mindset to move from you and take it on. But you can read the whole thing. I, I ain't got time to read it. But read this uh, 19th chapter of the book of Acts when Paul met them. And after he met them and began to preach, uh, then the Bible says the Holy Ghost fell upon them. Folks, I'm telling you, it is a difference. The Spirit of God, yeah, it's the same Spirit. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's two or three spirits. I don't want nobody to get that understanding. I'm saying the Spirit of God came upon them, and, and they was converted. They had a mindset. The Spirit of God stopped them from drinking, stopped them from cussing, stopped them from doing all the, the worldly stuff. That was the Spirit of God. But because they didn't desire, they didn't desire to go further, or maybe they did. That's why God sent Paul to Ephesus. See, and that's why God got me on the radio at this time to let you know that it's higher hikes and deeper depths. I'm not telling you you have to get on the uh, uh, altar and tarry and, like I did. Oh, I, I know that was a, a, a tradition of uh, ignorance of my my uh, foreparents' teaching, spiritual teaching. So I had to get on my knees and call on Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, you need to ask the Lord to fill you with the Spirit of God. Because being filled with the Spirit of God is what's going to bring these things to your remembrance. You don't know what God wants you to do until you begin to surrender you. When you begin to surrender you, listen, then all of a sudden things will begin to be clear. Things are not clear because you are battling against your flesh. Yes, you are battling against the flesh, and the flesh is winning most of the time. The Bible lets you know that he is a helper. The helper, what you mean, Brother Well, In the 14th chapter of the book of uh, St. John, I know you're familiar with it, but it, it need, to be bare, need to be read to bring it back to you. Remember, listen, here's what Christ said, and we know he can't, he can't uh, you know he didn't have the sinner. These brothers were saved that was with him. But he said this in the 26th verse, all but Judas, okay? Uh, uh, the 20, uh, 14, 26, it says this, but the comforter, when the Holy Ghost, that's what Paul, that's what Christ said. Now, that ain't what Paul or Peter, James, or John, Christ said this. He made it distinctly. If you think he didn't make a distinctly, I'll give you 
uh, the scripture that saved the spirit. When he was talking about the spirit, that was for those that was baptized in that, that, that body. That's what put you in the body. Let's go on and read it, though. But the comforter, when the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. You want to know how come you can't remember the scripture? How come you can't remember this? How come you can't do this and do that? I have been teaching. This is no story. I have been teaching, and all of a sudden, scripture began to pop to my mind. I don't know where it's coming from, and all of a sudden, I begin to uh, remember. It says this. Why? Because he had brought it to my remembrance. It says this. The Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. In other words, if you want to do what God have told you to do, if you want to be that vessel that God, you got to say, God, fill me with your spirit. I'm open to it, just like you was open to repentance. Just like you was open to uh, being baptized, yes, you was open to it. You, you didn't, you didn't fight it. You didn't say this. You just say, if that's what I need to do, then I'm doing. But when you don't have the power of God, then you are not being led of God. You're being led, like we was talking in Romans. Go back and read Romans, the seventh chapter. Go back and read it and and see how the flesh battle against the spirit. So when the flesh is battling against the spirit, then guess what? You're losing out. Man, I, I, I got some more stuff I would rather. I might have to do a part two on it because I, 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 I don't want people to get the wrong understanding, but my time running out, and, and, and here's what I'm trying to get you to say in, in a uh, C in a nutshell is, yes, you can be saved, but if you are not praying for God to endow you with the power. You need power to stand in this day and time. If you don't have the power, I don't care if it's me. And it ain't a one-time thing. We make it look like it's a one-time thing. I, I wanted to show you that it's a constantly thing. And, and, and not only do you need the power to be a witness, that's why we scared to go up against the Jehovah Witness. We scared to go up against the Mormon. We scared to go up against the Muslim. Because we don't have our doctrine. And then we got some brotherings that, that have some truth. The Hebrews, they got a tendency of going against and they being mean. They trying to talk down. That's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost does not do things unseemly. That's what the Bible said. It doesn't do things unseemly. It, it's loving. It's a drawing power. And when you don't have that Holy Ghost, then guess what? You'll find yourself doing uh, what pleases them. Well, I wish I could go further, but my time is running out. And the time, uh, and, and, and I, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. And I'll be more than happy to, to uh, uh, tell you uh, anything more. But this thing is serious, folks. It is not just what Brother West said is about the Word of God. Preachers is not telling people to receive the Holy Ghost. So that's what I'm trying to get you to say. 
Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for just allowing me to minister to thy peoples. I ask you to bless them in in a special way that their minds and heart be open to receive your anointing. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, you can call me at 404 293 7557. That's 404 293 7557. I'll be more than happy to uh, answer any question, but you need all that God got for you. Amen. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.